Blog Talk Radio. the wall and thing like that. And we're so glad that the hunter today, y'all, with we fun we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, where we the gee upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. This show the queen quite head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that the hunter chillin' done tune in one more again to we station. We so glad that the hunter chillin' the day with we this your time and thing like that. And we gonna do what we always do as we kind on true and make sure for dedicate this your program. With some of the ancestors and things like that. And cause this year, yeah, we grind into this year team, but reconstruction and things like that. Let me dedicate this year program to the 20 man and the preacher, Oboyona and Sabu, where we meet with, we have to come see someone of them. Let me dedicate this year, Susie King Taylor. Let me dedicate this year, Harry Tubman. All of them have been a fight for we legacy, for we be free. So let me take a moment of silence for them this evening. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So glad if I had a show time again for Viva Nisha Show. We thank you, thank you to all the members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and things like that. And we're so glad if I meet up with plenty of honor, chilling while I've been acquiring around the world, yeah. But we Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour. We could be closing this thing out in December and things like that. So, so glad for all the other rest of the invitations and things were kind true for later on in the air. But so glad that all the players who I've been so far and things like that, we had coalition members, did it. We had other rest of people that joined the coalition and things because after a year, me to crack with teeth, they won't be part of the work we're doing. We couldn't do this program and things like that. Red or what's going to get you TV if Hunter Children and been a support we. So thank you, thank you, y'all. We're so glad. We appreciate all of Hunter Children with Dale Jonah. We'll make sure that you get to be part of keeping this your land and this your legacy. Now, for all the residents of children and things like that, they would they run the world and never yet if people are cracking teeth like this year. So, because Hunter children must be the first time Hunter to tune in and things like that. Made one thank you, thank you to all of Hunter who download this year program or for iTunes and things like that. It's free for iTunes. You can go on your and subscribe on that. So that whenever one the show coming on and thing like that and none going off, you can get them on demand and thing like that. And yet it will be even a crack we teeth about. 
and all that. And you can go on back and we archive right there upon iTunes and right away you can go on to blogtalkradio.com slash Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. And no I in Geechee if it a we. Okay, and a no I in Geechee if it a we. So make sure that Hunter Chillin' go on yawn and thing like that and, and, and crack your teeth with we when you do. Right? So that we know, say, Hunter day of Jonah and Hunter to tune in too. So we sure appreciate all of Hunter Chillin' who have been tuning in all these years. We've been upon the air and thing like that. Oh, great God, I have to go back one day and aunt self in the archive for even know now when we first launched the ship program. Well, no one thing. There are plenty of hundred children were tuning to this program and things like that. One yet even water going on down here and wow, hundred kick going down here and then we'll crack your teeth with all the rest of people who are going to get you for true. So plenty of time when hundred kind you, you not get people like this here. But you get people talking to you like this. And they're welcoming you here, and then they'll take you on some sort of tour of a plantation and that sort of thing. But they then cannot tell you about the actual historical legacy and the continued historical legacy and human rights movement of Gullah Geechee people. They stop the conversation at the point of discussing the plantation era of the Sea Islands. If you've been a listener for even one program prior to this, you know full well already that the Gullah Geechee Nation begins in Jacksonville, North Carolina, extends southward to Jacksonville, Florida, and encompasses all the sea islands and 30 to 35 miles inland to the mainland to the St. John's River. So now that we've established that, Gullah Geechee people have occupied these sea islands from the 1600s up to the present moment. So when people are taking you on a tour or they're giving you a lecture and they are not actually providing you with details about what the current situation is with Gullah Geechee's, and Retta Wessler, Hunter, and Yeti, and a cracky teeth like Alicia, that right there should be the thing that strikes you right away to say, well, okay, well, let me really verify whether this person is Gullah Geechee or not. Because one of the things that we found is that there's a continued exploitation of the community, continued exploitation of the culture. So that makes this fight that we are in for freedom that much more arduous, that much more persistent, that we have to then fight folks that are coming in to exploit only because they know that their skin looks like ours so they can easily infiltrate and then appear as if they are here to support or they are there to contribute when actually they're not here for communal nature and indefinitely not here for freedom. They are actually here for the purpose of benefiting themselves individually. Now I bring that up because last Saturday, we had the first or the inaugural Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauty event. And with that Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauty event, there we got to give it up for folks who carry the name of freedom fighters, the Buffalo Soldiers. We had the Buffalo Soldiers of Charleston ride down here. See, the horses they ride now are made of metal. The horses they ride now have symbols on them, like from Harley and stuff like that, BMW and Honda and them kind of folks, all right? But nonetheless, they emboss these metal horses, their saddlebags on them, with the emblems of black soldiers fighting for freedom. And so we salute the Buffalo Soldiers. We appreciate the Buffalo Soldiers for all that they did in the past and for all that the ones who came down Saturday are doing to continue the legacy of being where their people are and coming to support them wholeheartedly. And so we greatly appreciate everybody, the entire crew. I didn't get to get everybody's name but the entire crew that rolled down, rolled down. And we appreciate our homeboys from right here on St. Helena who are the indie riders that decide to ride out as well and come out and support whether you spent five minutes 
or you spent the whole time from 11, around 11.30, that the Vikes started showing up all the way till we closed out. We appreciate you. And so here it is that the way that we closed out Gullah Geechee Viking Beauty was with the showing of a brand-new documentary called Black Beach, White Beach. If you go to Gullah Geechee TV, you'll get a little taste of what this is about. This is our feature episode this week. It's about Black Beach, White Beach with the filmmaker Ricky Kelly. You can also go to GullahGeecheeNation.com and be able to watch GullahGeecheeNation.com. Go there, and then you can watch the video there as well, some clips from the film, as well as our interview on Gullah Geechee TV with the filmmaker himself, so that you start to grasp why my lead-in was what it was. One of the aspects in the film is also a clip that I'll share on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page at the close of this broadcast here tonight, because I think it was a crucial point that was made by Dr. Umar Johnson. And so many people do not realize that just because, well, how does this statement go? Everybody that's your skin, skin folk ain't your kin folk, all right? And so there are people who have truly suffered greatly from post-traumatic slave syndrome, and then there are others that are westernized. They're so Americanized that they're individualistic. They are not concerned with the group and the group collective. Well, freedom fighters don't fight alone. Freedom fighters a sphere of existence as a collective unit. So when you have guerrilla warfare, when you start to talk about these freedom fighters, even during the Civil War time, if you want to go back in that era, if we want to keep going backwards, if we want to go into the Reconstruction era and we want to talk about what got built out of it, we got to go first backwards into the Civil War. And we got to talk about the first South Carolina Volunteer Regiment and folks like Susie King Taylor and Harriet Tubman and those. We got to talk about the 33rd U.S. Colored Troops. Then we can go on and talk about even the 54th Massachusetts Regiment. They were regiments, they were groups. They fought shoulder to shoulder, back to back, ran into the fight together, but they planned to leave out walking together. They never expect to go in one person at a time or you go to where you want to go and we ain't got no strategy to go in here nor come out. Freedom fighters' legacies have always been about the collective, and they've done this as collective soldiers and warriors and warriorists. So if we talk about the Amazon people, we talk about Queen Nzinga, you're talking about leaders of freedom fights for our people over generations that have always had effective leadership that looked at what it would take and what strategic measures are part of the process. Well, one of the aspects of this film, Black Beach, White Beach, that became very clear in our discussion with the filmmaker was the economic aspect, the economic strategy, and how this beach, starting up from segregation, was a place in which we gathered, like most of the black beaches, black townships. They were there due to segregation. But segregation then was a strategy of others to say, we don't want you near us, we don't want you in communities with us, we don't want you bathing and recreating near us. And in fact, how dare you, three-fifths of a human being, think that you have a right to recreate? We brought you here to work, so you don't have no reason to think that you have a right to recreation. Well, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, we always under and overstood what recreation is. We are hardworking people, but we know we on break, we on break. When we decide that we are going to sit down and enjoy ourselves with family and friends, we can do just that. But here came the dialogue about that. That's when you own your land that you can do that. You can take that kind of stand when you own your land. So strategically, the effort was always to terrorize and intimidate black land owners, black business owners, and eliminate them from the face of the earth and intimidate everybody else and say, well, don't even go in there to support them. 
you need to come over here and support us because by you giving me your money, then that says you're not down for the cause of black folks being independent and self-sufficient. That's essentially what took place. So an integration came. Instead of black people seeing it as an option, they acted like it was now the only option. Like that was the only thing you could do is go spend your money with everybody else in the world and then just leave your community to dry up. So we've seen now through documentaries of Wilmington on Fire where people were literally killed and burnt out and the people went north and settled a town of their own up there but now are under a name that would never make you realize that that's even a black town. We see now with Black Beach, White Beach, the ongoing battle between the Black Pearl, Atlantic Beach, and Myrtle Beach, which a woman who works for the town of Myrtle Beach just less than a month ago came into a meeting to present. We were all there to discuss climate change issues along the Gullah Geechee Nation coast. And I will not remember her name because I wasn't really concerned with it, to be honest with you, but I will never forget what her statement was. And I can get her name because I got her information from the list of people who was there. Her opening statement was, I guess y'all have heard of the Redneck Riviera. And I said, no, I hadn't. And what that got to do. And she proceeded to say, that is the name for Myrtle Beach. Now, I found that totally inappropriate, but since she may not have been paying attention to her audience and the fact that there were about three Gullah Geechis still in that room, although the rest of the people were not, um, that how offensive that statement would be. And I can't speak for other people who were in there and how they took it, um, but I thought that was an interesting statement. But then it was very telling. When I actually paused and said, what did she say to my own self? Then I paused and I analyzed what she said, and immediately my mind went to how Myrtle Beach is the only area, Horry County, South Carolina, is the only county in the South Carolina coast on the Gullah Geechee, of the Gullah Geechee Nation that refuses, refuses to participate in Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. All counties participate. They refuse to participate. Even when we were coming up to Atlantic Beach and Myrtle Beach to close out the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, they refused to provide a proclamation or even acknowledge that we had sent them a letter to be participants with all the other counties here. So that might be what she wanted to clarify by saying the place is called Redneck Riviera. Well, maybe that is why the town people there are so hostile toward the Black Biker Week, the Black Pearl Bike and Cultural Heritage Festival that goes on Memorial Day annually because to them this is not their place. Black people aren't rednecks. So if this is our Riviera, we don't want others on it. So we back to segregation again. And that is how Atlantic Beach got formed from segregation. That's how Mosquito Beach got formed, segregation, Sea Breeze segregation, American Beach segregation. All of them came up along this Gullah Geechee Nation coast around the 30s and into the 60s. That's when they started to sort of popularize these spaces and places for black folk to be on. Mosquito Beach is still in a battle with the Charleston County to ensure that the remaining businesses there are not constantly under attack of being told that they may need to shut down because something's not up to code. Or we have one place that's left that really needs full restoration. We have three other places that need just maintenance and repairs. But we have what was a hotel there at Mesquita Beach that we want to eventually be a visitor center. We want to one day invite you all there for ribbon cutting. That building got horribly damaged during Hurricane Hugo, and you all have seen the numerous other hurricanes that have happened since Hugo. And they are directly on open water. Water. And so as a result, Mosquito Beach, the people there didn't have a lot of money to just instantly go back in with contractors and rebuild. And so they rebuilt what they had. But those things are not currently up to code. So there is a consistent battle to go ahead and get 
people to stand back and help from the historic preservation community. The county and the city, stand back. Don't find people. Don't threaten folks. Don't tell them they got to tear down their buildings. But give them some time, get some historic preservation people in, and help them to maintain these historic beachfronts and places of economic enfranchisement instead of the consistent disenfranchisement that came with integration to these places and these spaces. Seabreeze is no more in North Carolina. Visit there a couple of years ago. It is no more. That has now been taken over by other people other than Native Gullah Geechee's that was there. So that's no more. But we still have Mesquita Beach. We still have Atlantic Beach. We still have American Beach. But these places have to be brought back up to speed. they got to be brought back up to their glory. And the people that have to fight for this is you and I. Ain't nobody coming in from the outside to save nobody. You have to stand up and be a part of this fight. That's why I have a great respect for Brother Ricky Kelly, great respect for Brother Christopher Everett, who have now brought to the screen these issues. Because since so many more people tend to watch videos and watch television and Netflix and YouTube than they do reading books, then they're getting this out into the minds and into the eyes of people who we hope you wouldn't just do share, but that you would actually come out and share in the economic empowerment of these communities. So part of this, helping that aspect, part of our contribution to helping that aspect of things, is that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and All Mobile Productions decide to partner with the St. Helena Island Community Market in a number of different celebrations. So last week was Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauty. For June, there will be two of them. There will be the Black Music Month celebration, which will launch on June the 3rd at the St. Helena Community Market from 10 to 3 on historic St. Helena Island, South Carolina. And you will have featured voices of Sister Mahogany as well as Gwen Yvette, who will be singing on that day. And I'm also going to present on that day because June 3rd is a very significant day in our legacy of freedom fighting. Let's go on back on that journey to the Civil War era. Harriet Tubman, who many of you watched Aisha Hines play on Underground this past season that just ended. I ain't trying to make y'all cry because I know the Underground superfans, I know a tear just fell from your eye every time we think about it that the season is over. But Aisha Hines played a role that if she doesn't go home with an armful of awards, there shouldn't be another award ceremony about acting in the world. You hear what I say? That's how great she did. And Anthony Hemingway, if he doesn't get awards for directing even just that one episode, much less all the myriad of other episodes of Underground that he directed, then again, they still don't need to be doing any more award ceremonies whatsoever in the TV and film industry. That's how I see it. And, because I'm not looking at it from, oh, I know them personally now. No, I'm looking at it from just as a consumer and looking at their talent, their gifts. And to bring the voice to Harry Tubman in the way that was done on Underground is powerful. But what we didn't get into, because it wasn't yet that time frame, and it wasn't within this context of this setting, was that Harriet Tubman lived here in Beaufort County, South Carolina. She was a soldier, and she was a scout and a nurse here in Beaufort County, South Carolina. Many of you listen to the show, you've heard that before. Many of you watch Gullah Geechee TV, you've heard this before. Well, this coming Friday, we are going to have a major fundraiser for the Harriet Tubman Monument. Most of you are well aware that we have the only Harriet Tubman Bridge in the world that connects Beaufort County, South Carolina, with Colleton County, South Carolina. Well, there is also now going to be a monument, a half-million-dollar, U.S. half-million-dollar monument placed at the Tabernacle Baptist Church, which is where there's also a monument to another freedom fighter, the Gullah statesman, Robert Smalls. This monument that is well underway in terms of the fundraising. And we're going to have Reverend Hodges, who is leading this charge, come on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio 
Watson sometime, possibly, if we can get a hold of him on Memorial Day. We'd like to have him here next Monday to discuss the vision for this monument because we'd also like to be able to announce next Monday that they reach 100% of all the money that needs to be given for it. You can go to harrytubbinmonument.com and you can see the architectural renderings. You can see the sketches and design for the sculpture itself. And you can then donate at that site as well. And so on this Friday coming, which also launches what we call Gullifest Weekend, and it's Memorial Day Weekend, Decoration Day Weekend, and got all them titles for us here. I know y'all chuck down people say it's for Little Weekend for Week, but no, Gullifest and Memorial Day Weekend, Decoration Day Weekend for us. This coming Friday, the 26th. All right, the 26th of May, from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at Tabernacle Baptist Church in Beaufort, South Carolina, there's going to be a Gullah Low Country Dinner fundraiser, and I'm going to do a presentation called Hallelujah Harriet. So I'm going to do that at 6 o'clock that evening. So make sure you're already there for 5.30. Get in, get your food. You can go to Eventbrite and look up the Harry Tubman Monument Fundraiser and Buford to look up events for Buford, South Carolina, and you'll find the link there. The tickets are $20 in advance. So please go ahead. If you can't make it, please still make a donation at that Eventbrite link. And if you are on Facebook and you follow Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page, you can see the events listed right at the front of the page, right at the top, and you can see the Gullah Low Country dinner. Click on it. And then from there, you can go down and you'll see where it says tickets. Click there, and you will be sent right over to the link. You can purchase tickets. It is a powerful opportunity to be able to celebrate Harry Tubman's legacy, not only this Friday, but all the way through to June 3rd. Remember I said that's a very significant day and why I'm going to do a special presentation at this Sea Island Sound celebration. Harry Tubman was known for her singing, so we're going to do a special tribute to her because June 3rd will also commemorate the Cumbie River Raid, that Harry Tubman Bridge crosses the Cumbie River. And if you've never heard the history of that, then I advise you go to GullahGeecheeNation.com and look up Harriet Tubman, and you'll see where I've blogged about it. You'll hear the whole story here about that legacy. And, of course, we'll cover that again during June coming up. So here it is that these freedom fighters, we are not just here having celebrations, as we say, dry long soul. We are here having them to continue to respect the heritage of warriorship that we come from. The strongest of the Africans are the ones that made it through the Middle Passage. Not the weakest, the strongest made it through the Middle Passage. So therefore, that battle energy, that ability to fight, to stand up and stand strong, is in our bloodlines. So definitely, we want you to grasp that, to hold on to that, and recognize that. And so we want you to come down to these celebrations and support freedom and the legacy of freedom in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Now, Gullah Geechee are so into this thing about celebrating freedom that although this is the area in which the Emancipation Proclamation was first read, so there's your dividing line, right, between the U.S. Civil War and starting to head toward the time that became the Reconstruction Era, is that Emancipation Proclamation time. And the Emancipation Proclamation was first read at Emancipation Oak in Port Royal, the town of Port Royal on Port Royal Island. That site, which is at our Naval Hospital base, along with with Darrell Hall at the Penn National Historic Landmark District here on St. Helena Island, as well as another building that will be with the National Park Service, the U.S. National Park Service will occupy and give out information and use their base office in downtown Beaufort, are some of the sites that are part of a new multi-site reconstruction era national monument. 
It was the final national monument that U.S. President Barack Obama signed into existence. So when we start talking about emancipation here, we were the first to see it, and that Emancipation Proclamation was really written about this area, just like Special Field Order Number 15. It was written about the areas that were in secession from the Union. One by everybody. You all need to read these documents very closely. And then when you read them, fully understand, study them, and overstand the legacy that you are part of. So here it is that with this continuing legacy of freedom fighters, what did I tell you? They're people of the collective, not of the individual. So freedom fighters around the world tend to at some point gather together. Where the drums are beaten, gathering together. Where they can ride together with a polyrhythm and a shout going on, they can gather together. And this year we, they can yeti what a going on down the road and things like that. They read what's going on in the cricket, which we don't have a going on for them for anything thing for not finding. And not let the Madavanash come from the back no more tall tall. So here it is that it took a while for the message to get back to us, that our people who are called the Seminoles, the Black Seminoles, the Afro-Seminoles, have celebrations too of freedom. This celebration is called Juneteenth. And what, what kind of name Juneteenth? What kind of thing? That's because it took months before they got the word that they actually had freedom, that there was emancipation. So when they got that word, it was June. So they started up their freedom celebrations for June. So all over Texas, the deep south, you find most people celebrate Juneteenth. Well, Juneteenth has become a U.S. national phenomenon, and now it's a very big deal in the Gullah Geechee Nation as well. Now let me just show you how much of a big deal it has become. We will have a Juneteenth at the Jepson once again this year at the Jepson Center for the Arts in Savannah, Georgia. That will take place on June the 10th. I will go back to Walterboro, South Carolina for 10 in the morning with the children for the summer reading program where we celebrate Juneteenth and Black Music Month. We'll do that on June the 10th. Then we have Juneteenth at the St. Helena Community Market on June the 17th. So where all of those celebrations are going on, that same Saturday, June 17th, there will also be the Juneteenth in Charleston. Charleston, South Carolina, I believe, has had the longest-running Juneteenth celebrations here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Now, if we could get people to overstand and understand that just a couple of weeks later is my anniversary and the same date of Denmark Vessie's hanging, and if we could go and start doing more celebrating around Denmark, Vessi's legacy, I would be a very happy camper. Our freedom fighters, names need to consistently be called. We need to continue to rally together around those names. Let those names inspire you. And each and every one of these celebrations that I mentioned are opportunities for you to do that. So here it is that we will also, of course, as we always do, have a celebration of who we be down young. Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week will launch at Historic Mosquito Beach that you heard me mention that we're still fighting for on Saturday, July 29th at noon. We want you, before you come over to that, to go and economically support one of our young brothers today, one of our young artists, Brother Quadre Stuckey, whose things are at the Chuma Gallery in the market, the Charleston market, downtown Charleston. So if you get there at 10 in the morning, get to meet and greet with the artists, you have plenty of time to come across if you want to, if you want to really grasp and understand all that our people have had to fight through and fight for, you might want to stop by the site where the Freedmen's Bureau was located on James Island at McLeod Plantation en route to coming on over to Saul Degree, where you can go to the Seashore Farmer's Lodge, and then capping off at the Gullah Geechee Family Day at Mosquito Beach. This year, we're going to be at Island Breeze on historic Mosquito Beach. Every year, last two years, we were with the Wilder family and the Gilyard family on their property right at the opening of Mesquita Beach. Now we're just making our way down. All the businesses of Mesquita Beach are all open. 
All of them are there for you to support. All of this about the family. This year we're going to come on out in there to Island Breeze, and we're going to have the DJ. We're going to have some other live performances and everything with the history and culture. Crafts artists will be out. Authors will be out. So we want you to come on and support that on Saturday, July 29th, which will be the official launch of Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, which always is longer than a week. It's always longer than seven days. This year it's going to start July 29th, and we end on August the 6th because August the 6th is the final day of the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, which starts on Friday, August the 4th, here on historic St. Helena Island. We're going to have a number of different events going on throughout that weekend under the theme For We Ancestors. Now, there's nothing that I feel could be a greater thing that we could ever do for we ancestors. Except remember who we don't. They say if honey ain't nowhere honey to dear from, honey ain't quite nowhere honey to grind. And if you don't realize and recognize that you come from people of strength, that you come from people who have stood in the face of adversity and survived it, thrived under conditions that others would have easily collapsed under, then you definitely don't know your history. You don't know your legacy. So you can't fight for something that you don't even know exists. So it's critical that we recognize this legacy we have on Gullah Geechee land, which takes me back to the beginning of talking about Black Beach, White Beach, and the dialogue that ensued about the fact that Umar Johnson made it clear that, no, he don't feel that every black person need to just bring money in there. Like, you don't just have all kind of outside people. You need to know what kind of mentality these people have. What is it that they're really coming to do, place and in that space? So we pray that the people that come into the places and spaces of all these activities that I've mentioned recognize the same thing that the warriors that had to fight for our freedom over these many generations realized from whether it was through the civil rights the the civil war time all the way up to the civil rights movement anyone who came in from the outside quickly got changed charlotte fortin came here as the first African-American instructor, first black or Negro instructor at what is Penn School. And at first, she wrote of how barbaric she felt our way of shouting was and our language was and so on. And by the end, she didn't want to leave here. The people had converted her, had changed her spirit. And as Brother Ricky Kelly said the other day, he said, all black people need to come here. They need to come to this community. And he was talking about being on St. Helena Island, same place Charlotte Fortin had come to, same place Charlotte Fortin and Harriet Tubman had discussions and talked, and same place where there was another celebration on that Emancipation Day, the very first one after the reading out at what we now call the Emancipation Oak on what used to be Smith Plantation and was Camp Show and Camp Saxton that now is the Naval Hospital Base. They then had a celebration on St. Helena Island. They had celebrations up in Charleston. Is because of the children of Charleston that continue to decorate the graves of those warriors, those fighters, those soldiers, that we got Decoration Day, which is coming up next Monday. The rest of folks now call it Memorial Day because they go and memorialize the dead soldiers and so on and redecorate their graves and they wave the American flag over them. But the Gullah Geechee flag needs to wave over those Gullah Geechee warriors that we've had, that without uniforms, they fought for us. They bled, they survived, they thrived, and some even died. But their names will never forget Color Jack. Their names will never forget Denmark Vesey. Their names will never forget Septima Points at Clark. Their names will never forget Reverend Goodwin. Their names will never forget Marvin Betts, the Beach Lady. Their names we will never forget Dr. Yusuf and Clyde. Their names we will never forget Harleen Gullabimi. Their names we'll never forget uh, if Sister Ernestine Tobias Felder. Their names we will never forget. 
forget Esau Jenkins. Their names we shall never forget because we need Cato's name to continue to be called out. We need each and every one of the ancestors such as Pastor Clementa Pinckney who stood up for us from the time immemorial, from the 1600s into the 1700s, the 1700s into the 1800s, the 1800s into the 1900s, the 1900s into now these 2000s, through all these time frames that now have names on them that we call different eras of time, that we need to realize Era E R A should not be an era E R R O R in our minds that anyone shouldn't have fought or shouldn't have used what tools were at their disposal to get to freedom. And we are yet still running toward it, standing up for it, and fighting for it. But freedom ain't free. So that's why when we talk about land, we talk about legacy. We talk about the re-enfranchisement of a people economically as well. So thank you, thank you to all Hunter Chillin women are coming out to the Centelma Community Market. We're looking forward to Hunter Chillin doing that one more again. Thank you, thank you to all the Hunter Chillin women that make your way down here to the Gullah Geechee Nation for this year Gullah Fest weekend. We're coming up and things like that. And Red was. Thank you, thank you to all the Hunter Chillin who done gone pun event break while I've been on the air and getting your tickets for this Gullah Low Country Dinner for Friday coming up, Friday night coming up, all right, Friday evening, really, right after work, May 26, 5.30 to 7.30, Tabernacle Baptist Church in Beaufort, South Carolina, number one. So you can make your way there with your busloads of people that's coming into town and have a true Gullah Geechee dinner, for truth. Because these are Gullah Geechees and things, they're going to be making this your thing, you go, you go hurt yourself, okay? So make sure you come out. Enjoy Hallelujah Harriet and enjoy this celebration of this weekend with the Gullah Geechee family here in Beaufort County. If you're heading up to Charleston to other things or you're heading up to Atlantic Beach for Black Biker Week, make sure you have safe rides and safe drives on your journey. So right now, before we get ready to wind down this episode, I'm going to open up the phone lines just in case anybody wants to call in and share anything or have any questions out there. The number is 347 324 Three nine zero three three four seven three two four three nine zero three. I also mentioned the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival and the fact that it's called For We Ancestors. And some of you might say, well, wait a minute, hold up. You ain't tell us about that one. How do we get to come to that, and when is that? The first weekend in August, we will be here, as I mentioned before, on Historic St. Helena Island. But if you want more info, go to gullahgeechee.info. Okay, if Hona won't go, go to gullahgeechee.info. And one more again, Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H, Geechee is G-E-E, C-H-E-E, all right? So definitely go there. And if you are interested in just ongoing, you may not be able to just come down here all the time. You can't always be down here, but you do support the work and the effort to keep our people on our land. We have the GoFundMe campaign, Gullah Geechee Land Legacy, on GoFundMe. Please make a contribution. That is still going on. We still need y'all to continue to contribute and donate to the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund. And also, please go ahead and become members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition so that we can keep this show going on the air. We can keep sponsoring events and activities like what we had over the weekend and the many others that I've announced and that we can continue to help fight and keep getting freedom fighters out to the United Nations and the various other places, even in these climate change meetings, to have our voice within these places and these spaces. Now, what is also interesting is that many of the people who become members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, they may not even get opportunities to come down here for a whole year but they contribute from where they are. They do fundraising efforts where they are. They contribute through making sure that they bring us out to their cities to be able to present to people in their communities. They also make sure to post and repost and tweet, and you can follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, and to share the word about what are going on down here. So we appreciate each and every one of you 
that continues to support all that we do. And so, thankfully, we have more activities that are coming up, and one of those activities is directly related to our sister broadcast, Gullah Geechee TV. We are so thankful to all of you who took the time out. We had brothers and sisters from Nigeria, some folks from Washington, D.C., and then other native Gullah Geechee's here on St. Helena Island that were part of our audience for the launch of the Gullah Geechee TV and Movie Club. And we had the launch last Saturday with part one of Reconstruction, the Second Civil War, which I got to appear in and several of my family members and Dr. Mir Jamal Teray, we got to actually reenact, be our ancestors in that documentary. And I still believe it is one of the best documentaries that I've seen put together. And I'm so hurt that we don't get to see those kind of documentaries every February anymore on PBS and Showtime and all these kind of places that at one time I had to constantly make sure that my my VCR, yes, VCR, okay, um, actually was set and that I had enough tapes, okay, to be able to record the hours and hours of black history broadcasts that used to come on. And now we don't get to see these things. So these things are in our Gullah Geechee Alke Bulan archive, which is the only archive in the world totally dedicated to Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture, which I started up and that is now part of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. And so we want to make sure the things that we have in there, as well as things that we're digitizing from the archive, get shared with the community. So we launched the Gullah Geechee TV and Movie Club last Saturday at our sister center, the St. Helena Branch Library, and it was wonderful to see folks come out and enjoy Reconstruction and Second Civil War, and we always have literature and other things, so we had magazines there with history about Reconstruction and about this new Reconstruction multi-site that we have here in Beaufort, and then National Monument that we have here in Beaufort County, South Carolina. And then we also followed that up with the showing of Black Beach, White Beach, with the discussion that you all will see on Gullah Geechee TV. This will continue on in the next gathering, the next screening for the Gullah Geechee TV and Movie Club will also be at the St. Helena Branch Library here on Historic St. Helena Island. It's going to be at noon with the showing of Standing in the Shadows of Motown on Saturday, June the 24th in celebration of Black Music Month. And then we're going to show Part 2 of Reconstruction, the Second Civil War, starting at 2.30 on that day. And so please come on out with your family. Admission is free. Once again, go to Eventbrite, and you can look up Gullah Geechee TV Movie and Movie Club and then you can come out and join us. And these films are family-friendly and they're educational, so you are welcome to bring the whole family out. And so we usually have some nice snacks and things, but we especially want to feed your mind. All right? So please make sure to be a part of it. Then we will celebrate our Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, and we'll have some various films showing in the library at different times throughout that week. We'll announce that later on. Then we are at the library itself on Saturday, August the 5th, and in the St. Helena Community Market for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. And then we will go forward with more celebrations with Gullah Geechee TV and Movie Club coming up in the fall. So we'll start reconnecting and reassembling in September with another set of showings. So September and October we'll do showings, and then we'll be off for the holiday season because we'll have a big Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition holiday event and celebration of our anniversary out at Scott's Grand on December the 23rd. So we got plenty of things that will be going on for the months in between, but in the meantime, we wanted to just share a little bit more about this Freedom Fighter legacy and so that you will continue to stand with we and understand who we to be 
Phoenicia Islands with DNC and things like that. And so we're so glad that our hundred children taught them not robbery for take the time out for take this your journey with we. And I'm so glad that our hundred children that joined we and Redder West joined the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition again at gullahgeechee.net. Follow our blog at gullahgeechee.nation.com. Follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Gullah Geechee. Follow us on Facebook at Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio and also follow the Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, our fan page, so that you can keep up with all of these Yaguines on and things like that. And please, always come with that open spirit and be ready to stand up for all that we're fighting for. We as African people have a rich history, rich global legacy, and we need to take a stand for our land. And part of that is recognizing freedom ain't free. There's surely something that you got to invest in it if you're going to be on this freedom journey. So I want to say thank you, thank you to the whole family. And before I close out, I want to say thank you, thank you, and God bless up to Minnie Hughes Elementary School because they've been here with me all day to day. And then there's some wonderful children, yeah, from right up here on in Hollywood, South Kakalaki, right there with Kid Obediat, been a fight for we freedom and things like that. When you talk about the Stoner Rebellion, and right there from Hollywood, say so ain't been a no surprise. Say they come down yeah for spending day in Pontel Island for yet more for who we be and for carry back up the road for the rest of the Lele chillin' with the in the Gullagichi family in Charleston County. So we're so glad he thank you, thank you, Minnie Hughes. Y'all gonna see some of the pictures of me we today on we Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. But I'd like to be able to take some pictures with you too. So all you got to do is come on out to some of these things that I announced and see us right there. And then you can be a part of this legacy and our continuing journey. So thank you, thank you, Hunter Chillin'. One more again, this should the Queen Quet. Head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad he hunted chillin'. Tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Hope to see you Friday at Tabernacle Baptist Church, 5.30 p.m. right here in Beaufort, South Kakalaki, as we launch this year weekend celebrating Reconstruction in Beaufort County. But for me, always celebrating just who we be. God bless you, hunter chillin'. Bless your family. Stay safe. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you, thank you for the support. Peace and love.